Friends in Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast, is brought to you by the Friends in Recovery Community, a thriving network of individuals who are fighting back against the stigma of addiction. Join our hosts as they speak up about the real issues of addiction, treatment, and recovery. Friends in Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast, is available on Facebook, Podbean, iTunes, and YouTube 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Now, here are your friends in recovery. Welcome, everybody, to the Friends in Recovery Podcast with Jersey Ed. I'm your host, Jersey Ed. One of my one co-host today, uh, Buckeye Bambi, and uh, our special guest, Rob Hooper. Um, this week's uh, guest is Rob Hooper. We're going to be talking about spiritual principles, so stay tuned for some um, great recovery. We're going to be talking about that in a couple minutes, but um, we don't have Beth here today. We didn't have Bambi last couple weeks. We have Rob here. Rob's going to be a, a, a re- reoccurring um, uh, personality on this show, and uh um, he's, he's here to talk to talk about some, some of the spiritual principles, the steps, the, the principles of each step. So, um, but how's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? Everybody. Okay. Hanging in there. So Hanging in there. So good. The so rain far, is so good. the sun is out. Good, 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 good. I know, uh, it's just, uh, if, um, Beth is sick, that's where she's at today. And, um, do we, uh, you know, she, she did call out sick, but do we pay her or, or she's not on, we don't oh. pay her for this one. You didn't pay me for my week. Okay, off. then Beth, you're not getting paid, Beth. <laughs> oh God. Anyways, but um, and I know uh, we know we missed you, Bambi. Um, I know you've been kind of doing some things personally, and uh, you know, uh, my prayers were with you. So, um, you know, anything uh, anything you need from us, please let us know. Um, Thanks, Ed. Like, you know, I couldn't. Um, I, and I will just let all of our um, viewers know. You know, my brother is on hospice, and he's nearing the end of his time on this earth. And honestly, I I couldn't have got through this time. I mean, of course, it's never easy, but friends in recovery has been the biggest support to me. So, um, my prior to sober shout out shout outs is to friends in recovery and my family that I have gained yeah. through um, friends yeah. in recovery. Absolutely. I have to agree with you on that, Bambi, because there's a, you know, a lot of people just, uh, you know, we, we rely on each other as friends recovery. We, I mean, we're on recovery here. Um, and, you know, we that's how we have to network ourselves and take care of ourselves. But this friends recovery thing is definitely something special. There's always somebody there for you, always something you know, something's going on and somebody's there in the middle of the night and middle of the day. And we're talking about all our meetings, guys, because we do two A meetings a day, seven days a week. Um, you know, and uh, if you want some information on it, go to our website. Um, I'll give that to you in a minute. But a couple of things I want to just get out of the way before we get into our our um, our topic today. Um, it is Courage Month. It is still um uh, April. So it is courage month. We will be talking about that as one of the spiritual principles. Um, and also we just, the book club started already and um, we will be doing the book club every Monday night at eight fifteen Eastern standard time. So the book club is we're reading um, Emmett Fox's the sermon on the Mount and we're studying that we're going through that. Um, and, and I'll uh, include all the information for that meeting. If anyone wants to join us, I'll put it in the show notes. So just check, <laughs> check out the show notes because it is a rocking book club. It is. It is. Absolutely. So, you know, if you, if you need that, email us or whatever. But um, 
If you want to get a hold of us, or if you want to talk to one of us about the uh, book club, you can call 800-989-6504. Um, email us, help at friendsrecoverypodcast.com. Beth and I, I mean, Bambi and I will have our, uh, I'm used to saying Beth the last few weeks. I have to I say know. Bambi now. <laughs> um, but uh, Bambi and I have our addresses underneath. You'll see that. Um, friends and recovery, uh, website is friends and recovery community.org. You can get all those meetings listed there. Um, and I, we will put the link to the, um, book club up there also, because it's going to become a, a weekly thing. Um, we're going to keep reading through books and all that. So, um, just please give us an email. Um, and what else? Uh, the hearts, Bambi purple hearts. There she is. Uh, Rob red hearts. He has some red hearts up there and Beth, we have to give Beth a shout out. We have to give some, somebody has to give Beth orange hearts, I know black, black hearts, hearts. black, black, black hearts. I'd have to change this black hearts and Jersey Ed blue hearts. So we, and, and remember, um, give those hearts out, comment below you guys comment on, on Facebook live. We get that, but the the tally counts when you're here on on uh, YouTube and giving us those hearts. So we really uh, want to uh, kind of push about that. Um, Bambi, see, there is another flaw in my my uh, my script here. Do you know why? I do not. Because we don't have a fucking intern. Excuse my language. <laughs> <laughs> so if we you have had one. Your script would be up to date. It would be because. This script, and I rely on myself to update this. And that's not good. <laughs> that's not good, y'all. Trust me. <laughs> no, it's not good. That's why I'm late to that. <laughs> yeah, Rob knows too. <laughs> we worked together for many, many years. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, I know we joke around and all that. And if anybody's interested, please, you know, just send us an email if you're if you're interested in being an intern. Um, Bambi and I can definitely use some help with running the show, um, running some meetings. Uh, it, it'll be good service work. So if anybody out there is listening and you have more than what, six months of sobriety, please give us, you know, shoot us an email or give us a phone call. We would really appreciate the help and it'll help you guys, um, you know, kind of stay sober. Uh, I like to friends. I like to thank all our donors who made the show possible. Don't forget to, um, uh, don't forget that uh, fire network is part of the friends in recovery. Um, podcast um, for that information go to our website um, and you'll see exactly what the fire network is uh, sober shout outs Bambi I know you have a couple sober shout outs it's that time of the meet and the meeting the uh, the show we have some sober shout outs I do I have um, John L who is not only <laughs> one of our friends in recovery but he's a host and yes. he's been with um, us a long time and he had four years of sobriety Johnny, and, um, congratulations. Yeah. And um, another one um, of our friends in recovery, and um, she fills in and hosts, uh, um, used to do it all the time, but fills in now. She's a busy lady, is Carla F., who has Carla. three years. Three years with Carla. Wow. I, I got it. I mean, it's amazing that their sobriety dates are in the same month. The mm -hmm. Carla and um, John, they were here from the beginning. Seriously, they really were right from the beginning of of the uh, meetings, not the podcast, but the meetings. And um, John, we call him the manager. As a matter of fact, he has a Yeti cup that says he's the manager. <laughs> so John, John does a lot for us. John's always there when we need him. And Carla is too, you know, um, both of them have busy lives and we appreciate everything that they do for us. Um, Rob, any sober shout outs? 
I don't have any sober shout outs. When Bambi gave hers, I was trying to think, do I have any? And I cannot think of any. So hopefully no one will say, Rob, you forgot about me. I, I can't think of any right now. <laughs> well, he's thinking about you if he forgot about you there. Yeah, I am. That's it. Really there am. you go. That's it. He's thinking about you. And of course, the standard shout out that should be in in you know ink here, uh, but is for sober pod guys. We love sober pod. Go check them out. Um, you know, give a give a shout out to uh, Carl and Chelsea, they do a wonderful job. I really, you know, really Thank listen you. to them. I mean, seriously, they they do an amazing job. Carl um, is just an amazing guy. He does amazing things for poor people. He's, he, you know, he he reaches out to Hand of AA and he's always there. I've never had a time that, um, you know, if I called him, he wouldn't call me back or whatever. So Carl, please, you know, um, thank you. So please, thank you so much for everything you do. So um, look for all, look for, um, for all, look for us on all of our social media friends and recovery communities. Um, don't forget to uh, like, subscribe, share, and comment, and give us five star reviews. Um, and one and thing turn about those notification bells on notification, so you, yes. So you are notified with every new upload of one of our podcasts. That's right. It's funny because this. I have, I have to see again, intern. We need an intern because Carl puts those little bell things and a thumbs up like way before this, like it doesn't, it doesn't like sync up. So you must have some system. So I have to figure out where it is and we have to put it in that part of the show. So Carl can just go about That's his right. business. So, so if you guys are watching, you've probably seen little thumbs up and a little click button go over. We will, we will have that uh, fixed next week. So, um, so uh here it is, guys. It's uh, you know what time it is, right? Question of the week. Question of the week. There it is. Question of the week. Thank you, Carl, for that explosion there. Um, and the question of the week. Um, if you, it, it's simple. It's simple. And this was geared towards Bambi because we know her. <laughs> Here's, I also want to make a twist on this. Maybe we can each give each other a label. Okay. What do you think? I'll read the question of the week and then, we'll, then I'll let everybody know. So the question of the week is if you had a warning label, what would it say? If you had a warning label, what would it say? So that's why I said, why don't we give each other a warning label too? <laughs> So Bambi, you laughed at this one. You like this. You you lit up. I know you're having some hard times here and and a little struggling. But when I when I came up with that question a week, you laughed a little bit. So I'm going to start with you. Well, for me, the first thing that came into my mind, and I think it fits pretty well, maybe not um, when I'm um, life is going very smoothly and things, but lately, especially the last month, it would have to be proceed with caution. <laughs> proceed with caution or approach with caution. I'm telling you, I, I've, um, my poor husband, you know, you always take it out on the ones you love the most. Right. So I get a overly sleepy or overly, um, irritable or something and he'll say something and I'll just jump right on, on top, you know, I'm like <laughs> boom, boom, boom. And yeah. so proceed with caution for sure. Proceed with caution. So just to let you know, that is the big thing going around the office here for years that we've been talking about, Proceed with caution with Bambi. That's we labeled that for you a long time ago. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we have no office. We have no interns. It's me and Bambi. That's it. <laughs> so, uh, Rob, what about you? What's what's your answer? But I have one for you, Ed. 
Oh, okay, go ahead. Oh, okay, oh. go ahead. The right. first thing that came to mind with Ed is uh, I'm going to give him a speed limit. A speed mm. limit. So mm. yours is going to be a sign because sometimes he gets going like a thousand miles an hour. I and then do. other times he's, you know, keep, keeping the speed limit, but he needs I a do. speed limit sign. I do need a speed limit. You're right. I do. <laughs> that is, that's a good one, Bammy. I like that. I like that. I think Stacy will like that one too. Don't the Carl? Can you cut all this out, Carl? <laughs> <laughs> or at least when Stacy watches it, can you have it hooked so she can't see it? So no, that is very good. But yeah, proceed with caution. I mean, that's good. Um, you know, I mean, if, what situation we're in, you know, and and I think I for me that would kind of be for me too. But before I tell you what mine is, Rob, what's what would be your warning label? So this totally caught me off guard. And I was thinking of a spinoff from Bambi's when entering into a relationship with me, enter at your own risk. Enter at your own risk. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So I this, like that. I like that too, but is that good or bad entering at your own risk? So it's really up to the individual because okay. as you know, and <laughs> I can set some healthy boundaries. You can so absolutely. It may sting a little bit <laughs> and I can be sometimes direct in a way where people say, man, why'd you have to say that or mm -hmm. say it like that? So yeah, yeah. enter at your own risk. All right. I like that. I like that. And the, the, I love the, it. The situation that Bob, Bob Rob was talking about. Do you mind if I tell him what happened? No, no. All right. I mean, I'm sure I told it on here before, but you know, Rob, Rob and I've been working together for God. We worked together 18 years at least before you know before I, I left the company. But um, but there was one time I came to his office, and and you know, we, we him and I are very good friends. And one time he came to his office, and we, I was trying to I forgot what whatever it was. It was just what we were talking about something, and I knocked on his door, and it was lunch I'm like, all right, this is a perfect time to sit down with him and talk to him and you know, really go over things. And I knocked on the door. He said, Rob, you got a, you got a minute? Um, yeah. But after lunch, I'm going to eat my lunch and you come back after lunch. I'm like, what? I'm like, do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> I didn't say that. I'm like, I was talking back a little bit, but then I walked away. It's okay. I walked away. I'm like, that was great. You know, that was great because I can't do that. If somebody knocked on my door and said, Hey, you know, you know, I couldn't say that just, you know, I mean, I, I just couldn't, I'm, you know, but that's, you know, that Rob has those healthy boundaries, healthy so. boundaries for I sure. Know, I love it. I love it. I'm working on them though. It's, it's, you know, progress, not perfection, better makes better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So my, um, my warning label would be, and it's pretty simple. Um, Stacy knows this. Don't bother me after 9 PM. That's yeah. it. Don't bother me after 9 p.m. because I'm sleeping or if I'm I'm tired, I'm going to be a little ornery or I'm just not going to listen to you or whatever the thing is. It's just 9 p.m. because I get up at four o'clock every morning and by 9 p.m. I'm done. You know, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm done. So so that's that would be my warning label. But hey, everybody has great warning labels. And Rob, I couldn't pick a better warning label for you than what you picked. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> and I mean that in a loving, caring way. So. And I received it that way. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, uh, 
So now that we have all our labels picked up and uh, maybe Carl can put some labels across us or something here, but uh, I doubt it. So, uh, but don't ask him to do anything else. I already asked him to give me some long curly hair. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to, we'll have to stop that. So I'll have to, you give her long curly hair and we'll be all happy. So, so Facebook live real quick. Um, As you guys know, um, we have Facebook live going. Dave is here. Neil, good morning to you. John is here. John B. That's my best friend. That's your best friend. That's right. Yes. And Bob M is here. Bob is listening to us as he's jumping in the shower. So thanks, Bob. We really didn't need that visual. So he tends to be (laughs) naked a lot for our meetings. He does. He does. I know, and That's I had him over my step four, though. Come there on, there you go. Get get naked, right? <laughs> um, so, guys, That's his warning label. That's his warning label that he jumps in the yeah. shower. A possible I'm, naked man on board, or something. That's right. Yes, I'm going to have to go a little step further here. <clears throat> Bob stayed at my house a couple times, and I've never seen him naked. Just to let you guys know, all right. <laughs> and he never told me he was getting naked, all right. <laughs> So we love you, Bob. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so today's topic is going to be um, our spiritual principles. So we bring Rob on every um, quarter and um, we talk about um, three of the spiritual principles. So last quarter, we talked about honesty, hope and faith. So we're on step four, which is the month for today, um, the courage, integrity and willingness um, and we're going to cover those those three um, spiritual principles of those three steps. And um, we're going to kind of just go through them, what they mean to us, um, what what Rob, you know, what they mean to Rob, because Rob is, um, you know, Rob is big on the spiritual principles. And, you know, I always say um, if I'm the smartest one in a room, I better get out. So that's why I have Rob on here. And that's why I like to learn. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just, uh, it's good to hear all this. So Rob, you're, I'm going to bring you in right away and, and let's hear some, some, some of your thoughts about these spiritual principles. If you want to start each step as you go through it, or if you want to just talk on each principle, it's up to you. Yeah, we'll see how it flows. I okay. think the first thing that I want to say is with regards to steps one, two, and three, uh, when we look at the 12 steps, those are our foundation steps. Uh, It's important for me to get honest with myself. And then after coming out of the fog, suddenly I'm realizing, okay, I don't want to go back to that. How do I go forward? Uh, So I need some hope to keep moving forward. And after I build on the hope, now I want to know that I actually can do this. And so that's why it requires developing and having some faith and believing that, you know what? Uh, This God that I've been developing with this higher power that I've been developing, these relationships that I've been developing with my sponsor, hopefully we have a home group by the time we're on the third step. I'm beginning to develop some faith now that, you know, you guys have my back. And so now we're bringing these spiritual principles into the fourth step. Uh, So now I'm entering in, uh, I don't know if I mentioned it last week, uh, but you know, the, the forefathers, the, the founders of, of the program, uh, they used to, you know, really look at three basic spiritual principles, and that was honesty, open-mindedness, mm. and willingness, and how they streamed through all 12 steps. And so while, yes, the spiritual principle for step four is courage, we also can look at honesty, because now I'm challenged to get honest about this inventory, Mm. Um, get honest with myself about 
what I did, how did I show up? And I jotted down a couple notes. And one of the things that I will say with uh, looking at steps four, five, and six, where one, two, and three is the foundation, four, five, and six, we call those steps the exploration steps. So now I'm getting ready to explore me. And mm -hmm. one of the things that I found out for myself, oh my God, am I a walking contradiction? And so <laughs> step four shows me that. You know, how I like that. Contradiction. And, you know, <laughs> I say, how could you do that to me? I can't believe this happened to me. And I'm really not taking a look at, in turn, how I've also done it to other people. Not only other people, I'm getting upset about what other people did to me, but step four also shows me what I did to myself, mm -hmm. you know? And so I'm getting upset with everyone else. And so sometimes uh, people talk about being afraid uh, of step four because of everything that they're going to relive, so mm -hmm. to speak. And it's an opportunity to embrace because step four was never about dwelling on the past. It was really about taking a bird's eye view and maybe some deep dives so that we can clean it up and see some of the patterns that didn't serve me well. Mm -hmm. We can begin to take a look at some of the defects that came up, the exact nature of what was going on. Uh, we can begin to take a look at some of the positive things. So step four isn't about only looking at the negative. Mm -hmm. It's also about taking a look at the positive. Uh, I also say, you know, step four shows me how and you guys have heard this before in different forms and settings. Even in yoga, they often say we have issues in our tissues. <laughs> yeah. Step four definitely <laughs> shows me uh, the issues that are deep within my tissues, you know, from uh, family origin mm -hmm. issues. Uh, one of the things for me that is the power of doing the step work, uh, living by the spiritual principles uh, is, is something that to me, Bambi has shown today by being courageous enough mm -hmm. to say, yes, I'm going through this, willing to share with the viewers with us, hey, here's what I'm going through in this part of my life, mm -hmm. wherever I'm showing up today. If that isn't a miracle, I don't know what is because mm -hmm. I was going through something before, it was all about me. Mm -hmm. It wasn't about giving and being of service because don't you know all that I'm doing for my loved one over here? Give me pity, you know, mm -hmm. give me everything that I need. Yeah. You know, let me know that, you know, hey, you're doing a great job. Yeah. Um, but, but look, look at the courage I have, right? We can even turn this around. Hey, I'm courageous. You know, I was right, just right, right, right. I was and just so, reading. Oh, go ahead, Robert. Go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just reading the um, uh, Sermon on the Mount in the Bible this morning, and there's a lot of that in there. The self pity, don't you know? Don't kind of dwell on you know. Don't uh, don't don't proclaim yourself. You know, keep that between you and God. Don't um, don't you know? Make sure you help the needy and don't tell anybody about it. You know, I love all that stuff because when I was out there doing all this, I had courage, but I had the courage because I had to hide behind it because I was afraid of who I was. Mm. I had to hide behind it because I wanted you to see what I was doing because I was doing so much other bad shit in my life that I wanted to hide behind, make this false thing of courage. Mm -hmm. Today, mm -hmm. courage to me, Rob, is, is um, you know, uh, is is crying, is is feeling my emotions. And this morning on the meeting, Tony said it perfectly. 
it's a process. You know, me and Bambi were sharing some things on a meeting this morning, and it's a process that we have to go through. And a lot of us were denied that process when we were growing up. So the courage to me um, is to cry, is to be upset, is to come on here and say, hey, listen, guys, you know, um, we just, you know, and, and I, I didn't know if I was going to share this or not, but we just put our dog down today, like today, right before he came on the show. And I was on the meeting before that. I was very, 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 very upset. And, um, you know, we, we did it here at the house. And the courage for me, um, I told my wife I was not going to be in the room, right? But something told me to be in the room with her because it's not her responsibility. It's our responsibility. And the dog gave us love, right? And the dog gave us everything we needed for the last 17 years, so why shouldn't I be in that room with them? And that's the courage I have today is to do things that are hard for me to do and know I'll be all right when I get to the other side of it. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. And that's what step four is make a search and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. And I know if I dig deep into that stuff, I have the courage to get through it because I know on, on the other side of this step, I'll be okay, you know? And that's how I have to practice my principles in all my affairs. And, and this courage is, you know, I, I'm sorry I went off on a tangent here, but I had a, you know, I was like biting my tongue to really hear it talk about courage. And because it can be a false kind of, um, uh, a false kind of, uh, you know, a look for somebody because it was for me for all those years. Mm -hmm. And to me, you really didn't go off on a tangent. You really spoke to the heart of what this is all about mm -hmm. and why we do the work. And so I, when you said it, it just made brought to mind, I want to read step four. We made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. And what's interesting to me is everything that you described, everything that Bambi is going through. In the step itself, it says this fearless moral inventory. Mm -hmm. However, the spiritual principle is courage. And so courage doesn't mean that I don't have fear. It means in spite of the fear, I'm still moving forward. Mm. So, so um, in spite of whatever feelings may have come up for you going in the room, recognizing, wait a minute, this is a time for us to share our experience with this. Mm. You know? uh, and again, yeah. you know, like Bambi. And so that's been my experience too, that there are some things in life looking at me, looking at how am I going to move forward? There may be some fear, but I'm courageous enough to still look at it. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, for me, step four is about showing me what makes me tick. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes people say, you know, do you know yourself? I think um, uh, somebody may know, you know, uh, some famous person said an unexamined life is not worth living. You know, and, and I want to say it was Socrates, you know, and so like that. Me, mm -hmm. step four is about examining my life and taking a look at what makes me tick. Mm -hmm. What are some of the patterns, uh, patterns that work? What worked? What didn't work? And what do I get to change? So yeah. for me, again, I'm bringing after having done steps one through three, I'm bringing God into step four. I'm not going into this by myself. Mm. So that I can look at my life through the lens of God's love. So it's not simply looking at it with this shame and regret and this mm -hmm. remorse. Will those feelings come up? Yeah. 
Hopefully they will. It's an indication I'm not a sociopath. It's an indication <laughs> that, you know, uh, some human. things that I did or exactly. experienced, yeah. uh, I felt them. And, and the power in this is me understanding that I can actually go through life today, feel whatever I feel, mm-hmm. and not cause more harm or pain mm-hmm. to others or myself. I can literally show up even though I'm afraid of what may come. Mm-hmm. Who may say something or what mm-hmm. they may think of me after, you know, I disclose something about what I'm going through. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. And, you know, and, the and, first part yeah, of man. step four, when you're doing, you know, you're listing your resentments and things, you know, it's real easy to do that part because you get to go through and you get a, but to turn it back around and say, what was my part in that? It really does take courage to like, look at the bare, you know, the bare bones. What was my responsibility? Mm-hmm. It's a very, I mean, it, it's a really tough thing to do. It really does take a lot of courage to, you know, uh, some situations, uh, at least when I was doing my four step with my sponsor, it's like, well, I, I didn't, I don't have any responsibility <laughs> for that, you know? And um, well, you know, you get through the first few and then you're like, oh yeah, I guess I did do that. And I guess that is my part in it, but it really does take courage to do that deep, deep dive. It's hard. Yeah. And Bambi brought something to mind talking about the resentments, because as we know, that is an area that we do look at when we're looking at this inventory. And, and the key is, uh, breaking it into parts and different sponsors mm-hmm. will do it a different way. And so not this arbitrary, just overall look at my life, but, you know, taking a look at different areas of my life. And so now we're talking about literally going from resentment. Um, some people say to forgiveness. Uh, I often look at it as going from resentment to acceptance, accepting that this did happen, accepting as Bambi said, you know what, this is my part in it. Well, what if something um, horrendous has happened to me by way of some form of abuse and I was a child? How is that my fault? You know, uh, what's my part in it? Well, quite naturally, we know if we were a child and something has happened to us, okay, um, we were the victims then. However, the victim mindset is me carrying it on into. Right. Now I'm 30, 40, 50, 60 years old, and I'm still living in that. And I'm saying, this is why I'm showing up today, because that happened to me back there. Mm-hmm. And so with the resentment, we get to take a look at, oh, this is my part today. Mm-hmm. I get to clean that up. We, so that we Instead of being the vic- victim, we're playing the vi- victor role at that point, which is mm-hmm. you're saying. Because we, we know we can play the, the victim role. Um, and I said it a thousand times on here. I love being the victim. It feels so good, right? At the time, you know, feel sorry time. for bullshit. But, you know, and when you think about it, it's like, okay, but I'd rather be the victor. I'd rather be that person that helps everybody and, and helps myself and sets a good example. Rob, I want to I want to go to the next um, step and the next uh, uh, spiritual principle is integrity, mm-hmm. right? Integrity. Are you are you pretty much done with the uh, with yeah the yeah we're we're good because okay. the setup is basically you know distinguishing fantasy from reality and that leads me into the fifth step so yep. i didn't know if you wanted to say something else no go ahead you you can talk about it. i do i did want to break it down a little bit because it's pretty mm-hmm. interesting what in, for me what integrity means mm-hmm. so it, it i break it up into i n t e g r i t t y g r i t y so mm-hmm. in being 
you know, bringing it into my life, right? That's what it means to me. TE in Latin means you, right? So I'm bringing this integrity into me and gritty. I mean, you have to be pretty gritty to have integrity. It takes a lot of balls to stand up and say, listen, this is not how we do it. And listen, this is not what I'm going to do. This is not what I'm about. This is not what I'm, you know, my life is a little bit different today. I have integrity and that does have to cause some grit because like, even if we go back to um, what Rob, Rob and I were talking about when he set boundaries, he had a, he had integrity for himself and he had to be a little gritty to get it, get it packed into, you know, in, in out to get the word out for him, for himself, for you, you know? So it's um you know, that's my kind of look on, on integrity, but get, you know, Rob, you have a little bit more. Yeah, no, no. I mean, we're doing this together. What I will <laughs> say in reference to the boundaries, you know, with step four and going into step five, um, step four allowed me to take a look at um, if I may say the little boy in me that, didn't feel like he really had a voice, didn't know how to speak up for himself. And so uh, the step work process gave me a platform to begin to take a look at that. And what does that mean? And how does it look today? So in that particular instance, it looked like me lovingly say, hey, you know, I'm going to have some lunch first. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Because it was important, you know. However, it was born out of Uh, For me, step five, you know, again, you're talking about integrity is saying I'm worthy. You know, so when I look at step five, it's saying I'm worthy. Yes, I did this. And yes, I did that. Yes, this happened to me. And yes, I, you know, experienced these things. However, I'm not the sum total of that. Mm -hmm. Worthy. Uh, For me, step five is also an opportunity to learn how to not live in secrecy because a big part of my life was secrecy. So we're talking about step five admitted to God, Mm -hmm. to myself and another human being, you know, so I've heard I haven't done it with sponsees, nor was it done with me, but I know some have literally had three chairs to represent when they sat down to do it. Here's God, here's you, and here's another human being. And so taking a look at more in a physical sense, you know, this admission, because as we know, uh, secrecy kills, you know, mm-hmm. uh, at the very least, secrecy holds me back. You know, um, Dr. Bob and Bill W., they they looked at, you know, um, step five being so important. They say, if you don't quickly, you know, take a look at reviewing step five, you're almost certain of relapse. Mm. And they talk about, you know, Bill W. and Dr. Bob in the beginning, you know, they talk about how uh, we make excuses about why we're not going to do it. You know, some people are resigned to this is going to my grave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, um, it's that fear of how are people going to see me? You know, what are they going to think? What are they Mm going to say? And so, again, for me, this is a step that frees me mm-hmm. from that bondage of self, from that, you know, um, I'll even call it being addicted to what people are going to think of me. Think yeah, of me. absolutely. I'm concerned yeah. about how people are going to see me, you know. <clears throat> so it's important when we're embarking on step five to um, 
have someone that we really care about and that cares about us, someone that we can trust, someone that knows something freaking about the 12 step program. <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, so I, I got a question on step five for you with integrity. Did, I'm sorry. Did you want to, did you have, okay. I'll, I'll bring it back. All right. So it says admitted to God, to ourselves and another human being, the exact natures are wrong. Again, that's an integrity. So, but why that another human being, like, why isn't it good enough for God and myself? I mean, I, when it comes to the end of things, I'm going to be facing God. I'm not going to be here with you, Bambi or, or Rob, but why is it so important? And, and I kind of know the answer to this, but, but why is it so important to have that other human being in there? Because I could be embarrassed my integrity can go down the down the down the shitter. Um, I can lie. I can't lie to God. I can't lie to myself, but I can lie to that other human being. Um, what's your thoughts on that human being stuck in there for for the you know for that part and and the integrity part of it? Yeah. Well, where Ed said stuck in there, I say divinely placed. In there. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like that <laughs> because we require perception checkers. Mm. So it's easy for me to say, "Well, I already talked to God about it." Uh, most of us aren't consistently spending quiet meditation time to hear back from God, mm. uh, and. It's important to also allow someone, invite someone else into uh, my life on a deeper level so that I can get some guidance, clarity, perception of how I'm viewing it or seeing it. Because sometimes I have a tendency to overstate something, to look at it in a harsh and very critical way. Mm -hmm. And so, again, this other human being has a way of softening that for me. And then I can go to the total opposite. I was just going to say that. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, I can exactly minimize it. Go the other ahead, way around. Go ahead. It's exactly. You could also, instead of overstating it, you could understate it and you could mm. say, you know, but, you know, if you like with my sponsor, I mean, she would call me out and she would say, and, and, mm. you know, and it's also, I think it's a humbling experience when you, when you open up and are so vulnerable. And I mean, those are qualities that we, you know, the humility, the, um, you know, to, to be honest with someone else, it just, it just adds that much more, but I know my sponsor really, she would call me out and say, okay. And what else, what other character defect was popping up? You know, what else? Yeah. Yeah. And that's and where the, really that's where the gritty part can come in too. When you have to really talk to another human being, I'm sorry, get it, Rob. Yeah. So, you know, um, Ed knows and definitely Bambi knows being with me a little bit. I'm big on words and or even phrases. So for me, it's not so much that I have to do this as much as I get to do it yes. because I have a tendency to uh, not be as forthcoming about who I am. So like Bambi said with the sponsor, well, what about this, you know, character defect? So another person, again, with the perception checker can share with me and support me in seeing the exact nature of it. And again, uh, the way I have it may not be the way it is. And so step five is an opportunity for me to see, again, distinguishing fantasy from reality. Yeah, yeah true. Way I'm recalling the past, maybe distorted. And so someone now 
grounding it and giving me a clearer picture of it is so important. And again, remember early on, I said, you know, the how threads through all of the steps. And yep. so now with step five, I'm, I have an opportunity to be open-minded mm -hmm. about how I once saw me or this situation mm -hmm. or another person. Now, suddenly I'm more open about how I'm seeing it. Absolutely. The other thing too, our program was built on talking to another human being. Like, you know, and, and listen, God's an important part of my life, but at the beginning, we admitted we were powerless over alcohol that our lives become manageable. And then two came to believe power greater than ourselves. It doesn't even say God yet at that point. Right. right. But we admitted. So when we admit something, we're admitted to. So we're talking to another human being before some of us might even be talking to God. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about that, you know, that's right. and, 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 you know, eventually some of us come around, some of us don't, and that's okay. Um, whatever your, whatever your, your, your perspective is on a higher power of God or whatever it is, um, you know, it, you know, we're, we're talking to another human being first. And I think um, to me that, that is the, the integrity of that is that, it, you know, you're just like Bambi said, we're being honest you know, we're, 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 we're being who we really are. And, and here in, in this, in this um, steps of the principles here, it says that handout that Rob, I got from him a long time ago, um, an adherence to a code of, va of values, right? When I was, when I was out there, I didn't have a code of values, right? I do anything, anyone, anywhere to get whatever, anything, anything I wanted, right? Um, sincerity, honesty, and canter. Uh, it had none of that when I was using, right? So today I have I have all that. That's integrity. It's part of the part of integrity. And again, you know, I know I know I kind of knew the answer to that, but still, there's people out there saying, you know, my God is doing this to me. Why should I? Why should I? Uh, you know, whatever. You know, that's step step two. But step four is like, okay, well, you got me believing in a God. I mean, you know, you got me believing in a God. Uh, step five, sorry, but why do I have to go to another step further and tell somebody all my embarrassing shit that I did, you know? And again, I don't think anything I ever told my sponsor, he ever, he was ever embarrassed about, or he, he called the police on me about or whatever, because I'm sure and, he did and, it. And, 10 times and, over. and I wanted to say something to that point. And <clears throat> I think it's also important in step five that my sponsor is willing to share something about themselves as well. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. That also gives me a sense of uh, comfort in knowing that I'm not the only one that has done something like this or experienced something like this. So again, when we're talking about doing this step, it's important that the person that we're working this step with is also willing to disclose uh, some of their past that, you know, may seem embarrassing. Uh, and, and that's the importance of, of this step five and this other human being and the integrity is also, and then we can shift to step six, uh, is taking a look at integrity also being um, my feet and my words are matching. I'm not, you know, doing one thing and, and you know, saying, you know, something else or uh, saying one thing during the day, but at night I have a whole different um, behavior system going on, a way mm -hmm. that I'm showing up for life. Yeah. And again, not that this step work process is about, you know, behavior so much as fundamentally transforming uh, how we show up for life 
which the spillover is I will behave differently. But, you know, doing the step work process, the spiritual process is a transformation from within because I'm seeing life differently. Born out of that, I want to show up different. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what we have. We have to show up different if this is going to work. That's number one. Number two. So we had courage. We had integrity. And here's the hardest part of the, all those three steps, I believe, for me anyways, is step six is the willingness, right? Is willingness. And that, that's what that's what step six principle is. We are entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of characters. I mean, I can't hang on to one, not just one right. little one. I can't. Really? No, you can't. Because, you know, then you have to go back again and do it over again. But that's the willingness. You know, listen, if you're not willing to do that, what else aren't you willing to do, right? What else aren't you? Like you said, Rob, who am I when I go home at night versus who am, am I during the day? You know, does that mask, is there a mask that comes off? Is there a mask that goes on? Or is there no mask, you know? And and I think that the willingness of taking that mask off and being, you know, kind of open to everything and willing to um, have somebody take, God take control of my life. Listen, I had control of my life all those years I was using. I got drugs when I wanted. I beat it up old lady when I wanted. I stole when I wanted. That's not life, guys. That's not <laughs> life. <laughs> right? I mean, that's the willingness that I had way back when. There was no integrity there. There was no courage there. It was just a, 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 a mess, you know? But the willingness is a little different because I can, I can just give it all up and I don't have to worry about any of this stuff. I don't have to worry about covering my tracks. I don't have to worry about looking over my back anymore. I don't have to worry about what I said to Rob and, and I said to Bambi and do those two stories match. And do, when I'm saying it again, you know what I mean? So that's the willingness of just letting it go and just kind of throwing everything up in the air and just let it land where it lands. So, yeah. um, and you know, that sounds like an easy <clears throat> step, right? Well, I mean, it sounds like became willing um, to have God remove these defects, you know, to become willing. But if you think about it, and the way that my sponsor told me is, okay, as of this moment, you're willing, you're, you know, what if God actually takes away those character defects? Like, boom, you have to think about it. So you can't sit in self-pity, you know, you're, you can't, you know, you can't ever be dishonest again. What if God removes them? Are you truly ready for that to happen? And um, I mean, she made me sit on that for a while mm. and really think, what if, you know, what what would you do then? Where would you be? What are you ready to truly turn your will and your life over to God and have him do that? You know, remove those. It's it's tougher. It's a, a tougher step than I, I think, you know, you think it is. Yeah. So uh, I agree 100 percent. And that's why when we get to step six, uh, I my, my quote for it. The fight is on now. Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, it is. That's where the fight really, really begins. Because basically what we're talking about, at least for me in step six, is me maturing and growing up. And uh, sometimes I want to be the Toys R Us kids. I just want (laughs) to have fun. I just want to play. And now taking a look at, I essentially look at character defects as uh, my survival mode. You know, I I develop these when I take a look at step four and all of the things that I experienced um, in many instances, I needed to protect myself in some shape, form or fashion. Mm. And unfortunately, the tools that I use to protect myself 
also hurt me and other people. Mm. And now I'm at a place where um, it's so clear that if I continue to hold on to these defects, that the the life that I say I want to live mm-hmm. is almost impossible. Mm-hmm. Uh, the freedom that I say <laughs> I want to have because I'm living in these defects and it's literally robbing me. You wanted to say something, Ed? Yeah, no, no, I'm, you, you can keep going. But um, I was, and you're, you're, you know the Bible a little bit better than I do because I was just reading about this this morning. Like, um, you know, I forgot where it was in the Bible, but it, it said basically give up all your, um, worldly possessions so you can, um, have God in your life, right? Are you willing to turn over all your world? I think he was yes. talking to a rich man. I can't remember where it was in a, either in Matthew or in, um, in whatever, I forgot where it was, but turning over your worldly possessions to, to have a better life when you go past through somewhere. I'm thinking to myself, I gotta get rid of my car. I gotta get rid of my computer. I gotta get rid of this, that, you know, the worldly possessions, right? And I'm thinking, this is just temporary shit that we have here, right? Because when I move on, it's going to be a different world for me, you know? And am I willing to do that? No, not right now. I don't think so. I'm just being honest with you, you know? But step six, that's kind of we're ready to have everything turned over. And I think the other part of it, and Rob, correct correct me if I'm wrong, you know, if you have a bad eye, um, you know, it's a log in your eye. You can't see the speck in the other person's eye and, you know, get the log in your own. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So, you know, so that's kind of what's going on here. And then the other thing too, is, you know, if you're, if your right hand is doing something wrong, take your left hand and chop it off. So you have, you know, you write, you know, all that stuff, right. And and I can't believe it's all coming through onto this, what I just read today, but it's so true. Uh, I mean, I'm not telling anybody to cut their hands off or poke their eye out, but it's, you know, this, that's so true about, am, am I ready to do that? And in this step, am I ready to do that? I do, obviously it doesn't go that far, but am I ready to give up the control? Am I ready to turn it over to somebody? And, uh, Bammy, so, that was hard. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it really is, <clears throat> um, you know, this, this idea about being entirely ready. Um, it's, it was important for me to realize that this is a process And that's why the first five steps are important in the spiritual principles that come along with them. Uh, We really don't talk about it, but surrender is one of the spiritual principles that's significant in step one. Mm -hmm. And it's significant again in step four. And so now we're talking about, and not that we talk about this particular spiritual principle, but compassion. It's important that I have compassion for Mm -hmm. myself because again, I didn't come here, you know, to necessarily let go of all of this stuff. And now I feel like I'm being tricked. <laughs> like I gotta let go of this too. I just the want bait to bait and switch drinking. stuff. <laughs> like, Hold on, wait a minute, man. You know, uh, some of us look at perfectionism as this wonderful, endearing quality. And more often than not, with perfectionism for me, it uh is a way for me to procrastinate and how mm. it's hurting me. Oh yeah. So so step six is really challenging me to take a look at my approach to life, you know, my attitude about life, my greed. What's the greed about my sense of envy and when I want to isolate? Usually it's because I'm pouting because I didn't get my way. (laughs) So Now, again, step step six is, you know, challenging me to take another look at my total self-centeredness. 
you know, and all of this being anchored in fear that I'm not going to get what I want. Wait a minute, when I want it, because this thing is not just about getting uh, this uh, substance to give me this immediate euphoric relief, but also this defect, making sure that I have what I need mm-hmm. because I didn't maybe, you know, come from a family where uh, they so generously gave. So if I wanted something, I had to manipulate. Mm -hmm. I had to deceive Mm -hmm. in order to get what I wanted. So to think that I'm going to come to step six, just ready to surrender for most of us, um, it is, you know, a Kodak moment at best. Yeah, know? yeah. What, so, what what's your thoughts on on that part of the willingness to you know to give everything over? I mean, obviously, if you have somebody like you said, I had to manipulate, I had to do this, I had to do that to get what I what I needed. You know, and a lot of us had to get we had to do to get what we needed in life. You know, um, but would I mean if a sponsee came to you, Robin said, you know, I I can't turn everything over. I'm willing to turn something over, but I can't turn everything over just yet. What's your response to that? Well, you know, I, I, I have all <laughs> kind of catchy quick state, um, snappy phrases. So for me, uh, can't lives on Wall street, mm. you know, um, what the sponsor says, I can't do it. I can't turn it all over. No, you won't do it. And so, again, this is about taking a look at the root of it. You're not willing to do it. You won't do it. What's going on behind it? What's the fear? Mm. And that's what we get to take a look at. Are you at least willing to consider to hold on to this still at this stage will also bring about this consequence or uh, continue to call? You know, uh, we don't talk about it a lot, but but Bill Bill W. did talk about emotional sobriety. Mm-hmm. So holding on to some of these defects will not allow me the emotional sobriety. And I remain bound to this old way of thinking. <laughs> You know, and that's why, again, the spiritual principle of open mindedness comes into this Mm -hmm. as well, because am I willing to be open that like there may be another way? Mm -hmm. You know, So uh, the willingness also for me shows up with me uh, saying, "Okay, I can take a look at a different way Mm -hmm. and I'm willing to continue doing the rest of the steps uh, to allow the willingness to catch up later. So you're saying that it doesn't have to be 100% willingness, just open-mindedness to to take a look at these character defects. Because, you know, I, I, mean, I did steps with the steps over and over and over. But the first time when I, and it, like Bambi said, it was the hardest step to do. And, you know, I wasn't, not that I wasn't willing, but a fear, right? You said fear. This is a fear-based step if, if you don't do it correctly. Like I'm afraid to do all this stuff because what if, what if my... My my coping ne- mechanism doesn't work on the other side of that. What if I don't get what I want? What if you know I'm not and, the good? And do, do do you hear uh, how one is not going to experience the emotional freedom with that? Because now you know yes. you're in, in anxiety, <laughs> and that's why again we talk about the spiritual principles of faith. Because what if it doesn't? And that's where, you know, if I do what I always did, I get what I always got. Mm-hmm. So now, again, we're talking about, again, with step two, you know, continuing to do the same thing, expecting a different mm-hmm. result. That's yeah. why I truly believe the steps are divine in order. 
because they understood by the time we got to step six, we may not be entirely ready to give it all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, and and you hit the hit nail right on the head. Anxiety, right? Anxiety. That that is trying to control things. What's going to happen, right? That to me, that is the anyways. You know, what? How can I control this? How can I control? You know, okay. When I when I get what I want, this is the way I got it. You know, and 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 now if I don't do that. I'm not going to get it. You know, maybe I don't need it, but the anxiety of, of holding on to that, right. Holding on to all that, that stuff that um, we don't need to, Oh, I'm full of anxiety. Well, let's see why you're full of anxiety. Little anxiety is good. There's nothing wrong with it. It, it keeps us safe. Healthy anxiety. It keeps us healthy. It keeps us on the right track. It keeps us thinking correctly. It keeps us making some of those those mistakes with our character defects, but over overly thinking it, um, you know, having that, Oh my God, I have to do this. Oh my God, I'm working on step six. Oh my God, I got to turn everything over. Um, I think if you just, to me, it was easy. I just let it go and see where it lands. Like I said, at the beginning, boom, throw it all up in the air and where it lands, it's going to land. I can't control that, but I can pick the pieces up and make it better once it's there. Cause when, when I, when, you know, when it's up in the air, I, there's nothing I can do with it. Once it gets down there and I accept it the way it is, I can start putting those pieces together and it's not my character defects anymore because I want to grab it all before it falls and then put it in where I want it. When it's down there, I can make it the way it needs to be with guidance from another spot, a sponsor, somebody else. And, you know, and, so that's my thoughts on on that piece of you know step six. That's how I look at it, anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if that and makes sense. The last thing that I'll say, um, you know, will these defects be gone forever, ever, and ever and ever? Yeah, probably not. In most of our experiences, <laughs> no. you know, they rear their ugly heads. Mm-hmm. They they do. What we um, get to do is to continue practicing, recognizing the exact nature of what's going on. Mm. And in, in learning how to turn that over sooner rather than later so that I'm not finding myself uh, continuing to create the same kind of harm because our character defects, they also create unmanageability in my life. And so sometimes it's not until we're sick and tired of being sick and tired, just like when we're using, sometimes it's the same process with the defect, you know? Uh, and we want to also give ourselves permission to at least look at what's the asset and, mm-hmm. and how can I incorporate that into my day? Yeah. Not that um, I can just simply, you know, pick an asset out of the bag and say, this is what I'm going to do today. However, the practical function of doing that is at least being mindful of it. So we're practicing shifting the energy because this was never about. God being magic, uh, being a genie in a bottle, you know, this magic wand being waved. Okay, your character, (laughs) you know, (laughs) uh, this was always about me being willing to cooperatively, you know, participate with the God of my understanding so that I'm showing up for me and taking responsibility Mm -hmm. for my life. Why? Mm -hmm. Because in step five, I recognize I am worthy. 
Mm. I am worthy of freedom. I am worthy yes. of living a life that has value. I am worthy of living a life with integrity and operating in my character defects is not going to allow me in most cases to continue live mm. a life of integrity. Yeah, you know, absolutely. so they're all thread together. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, didn't I, that, that Bill Wilson just have it going on back in 1935? <laughs> I know, what's up with that? Right? <laughs> that is crazy. It amazes me. I mean, when when we really go in depth like this and we think about it, and, um, you know, I read somewhere that, you know, he, he had worked for days and days, and then when he was just, like, frustrated and just God just took his hand and wrote these, you know, mm-hmm. basically for mm-hmm. him. Yeah. But, I mean, really... It just amazes me. Wow. And again, the divine part being recognizing that everyone isn't going to necessarily embrace a higher power or a God. Mm -hmm. And that's where in the fifth step, it's important that I do talk to another human being and live by these spiritual principles until I'm able to, if ever, develop this God of my understanding. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there was something so divine in that where Bill W. recognized, let's do something a little bit different here. Mm. You know, let's not impose this belief on people this way because everyone isn't going to prescribe to it that way. You know, the 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 three spiritual principles, and I was thinking this while you were talking, Rob, courage, integrity, and willingness. I have the courage to show up. I have the courage to, you know, kind of take my own inventory. I have the integrity to tell somebody else and God, the integrity to get out of that. And the willingness not to go back to it anymore, right? Not to go back to any of that stuff anymore. It, will some new stuff pop up? Yeah, that's why we have to go back and do it over again, you know? And that's how my alcoholic mind thinks. But if I can remember courage, integrity, and willingness, I'll be okay because the hardest part of all this is the showing up, is the courage, right? To 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 really list stuff. It gets a little bit easier, I think, when you have the integrity, if, if you're living on a spiritual plane, You'll have the integrity to talk about what your what your problems are, and then the willingness because you don't ever want to go back to that stuff again, right? Mm-hmm. How perfectly does this line up? And and you know, like you said, um, it gives us freedom, and it gives us values. I love how you said that. What these three steps, if we do them in order correctly with another human being, with our sponsor, whoever you choose to do with, it gives us freedom. Yeah, right? it gives us freedom. And, and, and the key to remember for me is uh, <laughs> I'm not looking to do this perfectly because mm. it was not about my behavior. It's about, you know, how I think and be, you know, being in a position for my mind to be transformed, mm. for my heart to be renewed. Yeah. And so I know that there's many viewers, oh, you got to say this about step four or about <laughs> step five or about step six. Uh, man, there's so many powerful mm-hmm. key points and uh, I'm sure other people you yeah. know, thought about some. So my encouragement is write them in the chat, you know, yeah. so that other people can get those other points because yeah. uh, no one person, it wasn't designed for me or Ed or Bambi to no. hit them all. But no. that's up this dialogue and discussion so that we can hear the importance of doing the work. 
Absolutely. And you're 100% Rob, right, Rob. But please get, get those comments in here. And, and uh, you know, we're just a vehicle to start this conversation. And where it ends, who knows? You know, who knows? This is just what we've learned in all of our years of doing this. Um, Rob, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure having you on here. I think we, I think we covered a lot. I mean, you know, in this little bit amount of time and, and we got a lot of things out and, um, you know, I, I really appreciate it. This is one of my favorite um, times is to go through these spiritual uh, uh, principles of the steps. Bambi knows I've been looking forward to this and I know she have, she has too. And listen, we both had excuses. We can easily got out of it, but you know what? We were here for a reason and thank you, Rob. We really, really appreciate it. Um, the other thing, please guys look for our, um, our, our book study on Monday nights at 8 15 um, PM Eastern standard time. Right now we are in the, in the beginnings of uh, doing the sermon on the Mount. Um, and you can go to our website to check all that out. Um, and, um, you know, Rob, thank you again. Um, we're looking forward to for having me. tackling the next few steps. And, I know, I'm uh, already excited for the next three <laughs> principles, you know, I'm like, man, oh. I gotta wait three months. I know, I know exactly, exactly. Well, yeah, we got it. That's what this program is about, you know, having patience and, and understanding and, we have the next three months to work on courage, integrity, and willingness now. And then we can, then we can take the next couple of steps. Um, again, everybody, thank you for listening and uh, Facebook live. Great this questions concludes on this there. episode of friends um, in recovery, sober, the addiction everybody. recovery podcast. Follow us on Facebook for past shows and updates and enjoy free access to twice daily support meetings. Friends in recovery, the addiction recovery podcast is available on Facebook, Podbean iTunes, and YouTube 24 hours a day, 7 days a week.